episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 21. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, we start with the... Well, the boys being kicked out, basically. We had three guys from the previous episode. We had Kai, Aaron and Spencer... We all could have predicted this, what was going to happen. If you've watched anything of this series, it was pretty obvious. The girls had their decision. Maya Jama was there, Dave. She was talking to them, what, what are you going to do, guys? You know, and, and all this stuff. And it went exactly. I mean, I thought Jesse's defense of Aaron was, well, he, he's my best mate. It's like, that's <laughs> fucking nothing. I know these impressions are getting worse, everybody. Um, but, but he was just nothing. Like, <laughs> but it's always like, Jesse, keep quiet. Aaron's going. And as predicted, Aaron and Spencer left Dave. No surprises there. And I, I just, I felt it was going to happen. But what, but what made me laugh, Dave, was it's like, they're all there. And like, why are we even bothering with this? Used the other two are not with anyone. They've made no effort, really. Aaron, I've not seen Aaron graft on anybody. I hate that word, but graft on any of the girls as far as we've seen. He may have done in the edit, not seen it. So, yeah, see you later. Don't let the door whack you on the back of the head as your way out, lads. And, and yeah, off into the sunset they go, Dave. Yeah, and Chris, at the best of times, I'm always flip flopping about whether do I like do I love this show or do I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'm not even sure if I like it. But it started off, and straight away I was like, oh, fucking forgot this stupid fucking cliffhanger from last week. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Just fucking announce it, and they drag it out for fucking ages, as if it's as if we think there's any other choice than Spencer and Aaron. It's fucking ridiculous, and, and wasting time on that set me off on a foul mood straight away, if I'm honest. <laughs> and then... We get the fucking triangle show after that, uh, which I'm sure we'll get on to. But yeah, I mean, Spencer and Aaron, you offered fuck all, absolutely square root of fuck all on toast. And yeah, I'm glad you're fucking gone because you did nothing. <laughs> you did not entertain anyone. You didn't do anything. Go away. So <laughs> the only fucking point, the only bit of interest that kind of came out of that was Tanyelle said something and I, I couldn't quite tell what she said but it didn't really matter what she said because Olivia you know is uh is keen to go talking to everyone else Lana in particular about the things that Tanyelle said and it's like oh Spencer's not even gone yet and I do I'm liking this bit of a beef that's starting up between Olivia and I'm sure Zara's probably at home going see wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> It was not me. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, what did you think of that little spat that they had? Well, I like Tanya. I know she's, she's got a, people online that oh, I don't like whoever, but I, I think she's been pretty much straight down the line. She's been good. Olivia's just playing the game. She's absolutely fake. But she gets any airtime when it's her. We get in, like, when she even, at the end, she's got to go on and fucking on and on. And she just drones on in that monotone voice. Or, well, yeah, I'm not very happy. Oh, no, I'm going to do it again, Dave. Right, no, <laughs> Sounds like Lana to me. <laughs> well, Dave, I really like Ron, you know. 
Well, I'm not sure, Casey. Could be you. <laughs> <laughs> if Lana ever listens to this, she's going to be like, what a prick is. But, <laughs> but, um, but no, she just fucking annoys me, Olivia. She's just so fake and bollocks. You know, Kai, she picks. But the Tanyelle situation, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm watching. I've got to be honest, Dave. I thought this was the worst episode of the series. I, I, was, I was like, what are we watching again? For the fucking, how many, so this ep, is the 21st episode. And for 18 episodes, at least we've had Ron and Lana. Fucking day 38 in the Big Brother house. It's fucking Ron and Lana again. I don't care. And I thought Tanya was fine. I think I'm the same you. I don't understand what this beef was about. It's the usual. I think it was to do with, when it's to do with when Liv pulled Lana for stating the bleeding obvious when she was like, did you see the kiss, Tanya? You know, and it was like, you know, all that. Oh, that's she, well, yeah, that's yeah. what it was about, I think. And that's what it come from. But yeah. I, I've, Liv is one of the most, I don't know why, Dave. She just really pushes my buttons because I think we've seen this type of character, whether it's the boys or the girls come in here and you know, they're playing a game, you know, they're manipulating the situation. Luca Bish, who fucking shags fish and all that shit. He did it last year. Get with Gemma Rowan. She's the most, you know, she's got a backing behind her already. She's got a famous dad and all that. And that's exactly what he did. And he, all right, nurtured into a relationship. They're not together now. Shock horror. But I think more than anything, she's playing the game. She's a wannabe. Luca was a wannabe last year. He only went out with people who were like influencers and had like some sort of following. She's just there for the clicks, Dave. And I, and I, I just, it's weird because like you said about the cliffhanger, what I'm really struggling with, the cliffhangers, there's no weight behind them because no. nobody cares about any of the couples at the moment. There's no real couples where you, I mean, Tanya and Shaq were the ones. And unfortunately Shaq shot himself in the foot slightly in the other episode. Hopefully he'll redeem himself and, and they'll get back on track. But I think other than that, Will and Jesse have had no screen time. Will has literally been redundant. He's been in their Aaron fucking <laughs> shed for five days. I think he's been in fucking on a different holiday to the rest of it because we've hardly seen him. So I, I really think the producers just not reading in the room. They're, they're investing far too much time on some of the shittiest and boringest fucking contestants I've seen in Love Island history. The only other thing I can think is maybe the other stuff's worse. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe this is the best yeah. that they've got. And I, I, I can't shake that nagging feeling that, you know, the the magic of when people are really led by their gut and, and being genuine in that or, or close to genuine or, you know, not as good at, at pretending, if you like, uh, are maybe gone and, and we're just left with these influencers who are, are good and are just constantly thinking about how they come across. You know, and then, and then, like, less than 5% is actually authentic. But, yeah, I mean, Olivia is is so very obvious in, in the game playing and tactics. But I did like how when she was with Tanyelle, and, and Tanyelle's having none of it. I, I wouldn't want to cross her either. And uh, Olivia's like, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want you to think that I'm talking behind your back or anything. <laughs> well... <laughs> That is why you sat down right now, because that is what you're doing. So it's like, <laughs> I didn't really understand that. It's like, you should have just left the conversation there rather than deny something that is the very reason why you're there. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's one to look at that, you know, just the that little beef and see whether anything happens. But I, I think, again, I said it when... Olivia was having the the beef with uh, Zara. 
you've got to hand it to Olivia. She's fucking good at manipulating people and situations, isn't she? You know, she's yeah. good good at doing that. And, like, no one really calls her out on it at all. But, you know, she'll be whispering off in corners, get other people to do what she wants them to do. So, yeah. I mean, I have to say, Chris, I do think that, that Kai, I think I said this last week, Kai genuinely, to me, does look happier than we'd seen him pre yeah. when he got together with Olivia. He's got this silly, shit-eating grin on his face all the time. And so, still boring. But... You know, he does seem to look visibly happier than he was. Yeah, and I think you're right, Dave. And I think, unfortunately, Kai's in for a shot when he gets out the villa because <laughs> this is a holiday romance, Kai. I do not believe for a second that they are going to last, Dave. I really don't. And I know I've slated Kai a, a, a few times, but I'm with you, Dave. It's like that. It's like car crash TV that you know it's coming, and and. I, I think what might happen here, Dave, and this, I mean, this is painting me in a bad light because I'm totally going at Olivia, but I think Olivia could be the one in Casa Amor, Dave, not Kai, to, to turn. I think he, he, the way it's looking, only in this last couple of episodes after you pointed it out, I think he's all in. He's all in here, Dave. So, yeah, I, this is going to be a great fallout if we do get Casa Amor. Fair enough, I'm a bastard, I know, but fucking brilliant. Do, do you think, though, I mean, she's, it depends how deep she thinks that relationship is i i think she is smart i think she's very manipulative and and like i say you can see it when someone's taking game playing to that level but i i don't know so so if she thinks it's it's uh there's a future with kai and she she might have a chance of winning she might stick around but i mean the, the thing i think will happen in casa more is that well she'll is she, You've got, what is it, five or six lads, and they're all, I'm going to use the word, Chris, grafting to yeah. get a fucking golden ticket to get back into that villa. So you're going to see a lot of the guys talking to Olivia about, oh, he's so funny, you're, oh, you're absolutely stunning, and blah, 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 just fucking showering her with compliments, and she'll be, you know, tilting her head to the side, flicking her hair, giving the baby voice, oh, what do you really like about me? You know, <laughs> tell me more about me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it happening for sure. She, you know, despite the game playing, the, the obvious narcissism is, is the overriding factor there. But, um, but Chris, we can't really avoid it, I'm afraid. I mean, you've touched on it a little bit there. Pretty much the whole fucking episode was all geared towards this recoupling. And to be fair, I think, right, I said about uh, Friday's cliffhanger, utter waste of time. Aaron and Spencer were going. Everyone knows it. They could have used their cliffhanger card here for what is Lana going to do? Yes. I think that would have had a better impact, you know. We'd a bit, I mean, because they, they'd done it on Friday, they couldn't do it again. I, I wouldn't have thought, but um, I thought, you know, we've got a few minutes. I'm like, oh, fucking hell, you're gonna give us a fucking cliffhanger again, you bastards! But this time, I am invested, I do want to know what the outcome is because we get to see most of the fucking episode spent on that uh lana casey and ron still think everything ron's doing it, it's like it's a competition lana is irrelevant to this it's a competition between him and casey i thought for most of the episode that lana 
was still going to end up going back. And I thought, fucking hell, producers, you, you're giving us all this. You're giving us all the evidence as to why she should go with Casey. I had to say, Chris, fucking Tom comes out of the shadows. <laughs> yes. And fucking lays it right down there. I mean, I, I, I haven't. I don't think I've heard bro code used uh, in this season, but I mean, any kind of bro code went out the fucking window. He's like, call him slimy Ron and everything. I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell, where did this come from? So, I mean, I, 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 I don't think we had to waste quite so much time on that, that triangle, but the, the best bit of the episode for me was when um, Tom just completely threw Ron under the bus. I loved it. I loved it. He said, didn't he? So he said, you're like a little sister. You know, you know you've got to do the right thing. Blah, blah, blah. Ron, when he said Ron Slimy, I was like, hang on a minute. Let me just rewind that again. And he did. And he was like, you know, you've got to be, I want you to be treated right. You deserve it and everything. And I was like, God, but even then, Dave, I was like, she's still going to fucking pick him. She, and yeah. I didn't like yeah, yeah. Ron. What a cocksure wanker. He's there to Kai and he going, yeah, well, I've got the graft and all this and, uh, you know, we've got the like the experience of being together history, and uh, I think I've got the edge. It's like you're not in a hundred yeah. meter fucking running race where you've got better spikes on, or you know, you're a tenth of a second faster. You dickhead! I've been it's hitting the protein shake. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've just hit my fucking bench press, fucking personal best in the gym. It's like what a fucking dick! Like just treating Lana with no respect again. If he was, what annoyed me is he was so serious. He didn't spend any time with her. And she was always with Casey, and her dialogue, though, Dave, like you said, was all laying into it. And I think Tom was the one who actually persuaded her to think about yeah. herself properly. I really do. As much as we called Tom, and quite rightly, because he has been a bellend, fair play to him for what he did there. He did not – I mean, there's going to be fallout to that anyway, hopefully, and we find, we're going to find that out, and maybe that will be on, like, the you know the, like the chalkboard game thing they do where they – you know the, or the, the, the caption thing, and they'll find out who said that. But <sighs> – God, that'd be, I hope that'd be so. great. That'd be great. That'd play into Love Island special. But what I would say, Dave, I'm not happy with the fact that one, I thought there was going to be a cliffhanger, and we were all speculating on Discord, won't we? Going, it's fucking cliffhanger again. It get closer and closer to ten o'clock. It was like nine fifty-seven. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, we're going to get who? The, and then we didn't. And she picked him. However, it went off. But that to me says I could be wrong. That Ron's not going straight away. And then we've got a producer manipulation because why wouldn't they play all this out and get rid of him? They never said who's going, did they? It was like potentially. So I don't understand why we've got this thing where Ron's left in the cold. I think Ron's going to stay, Dave. I really mm. do. And at the next recoupling, you'll see that Taniello probably pick him and he stays in again. And then maybe they get back together in Milana. I don't know, but we're not seeing the last of Ron at all. hundred percent not. I would quite happily see him gone, but I don't yeah. think. I, I think you're right. I don't think that we would have seen the the you know pack your suitcase and go talk. Yeah. So yeah. I do think. I, I still think she's going to end up back with him. I do. I do. I think the the whole Tom thing, and it, it was quite close to the recoupling as well. So all of that was fresh in her head. Before that, I still think she's going to pick. Ron, because of all the history, Chris, all that fucking history, all that two weeks. Um, but yeah, Ron's not going anywhere. It's going to be the old, um, oh, we've got two uh, new bombshells coming in, and Ron, you're going to go on a date with them both, or, or you know, something like that. When they were going to get rid of uh, Moira, but decided, you know, she's too good to 
get rid of. So we'll, we'll bring in two bombshells and she'll go off on a date to keep her in. They'll do something like that. But it just it makes a bit of a mockery of the whole thing. And so, yeah, agreed completely. Should be gone, won't be gone. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Now, Dave, we have had a few emails. Now, a couple of these are from the back end of last week. So we're going to uh, just go through them. But we have had a voicemail from our good friend, Ed Dave. So I'm just going to play this one. So here we go. Afternoon, gents. I've just watched Thursday's episode of Love Island. Uh, Redownloaded the Love Island app, logged in, went to see which boy I wanted to save, clicked through them all, and to paraphrase um, Keith from The Office, or more, don't care. Um, any of them can go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I suspect Spencer will go because usually the more upper class um, people get a bit pretty uh, short shrift on on Love Island. Um, by comparison, the girls, I think almost all of them are really have a sort of part to play and are all quite interesting. I feel like Sammy's been a bit hard done by, almost to the extent where I wonder when she came in if it was almost they were telling Ron and others to to sort of go for her. Um, I'm not quite sure why Ron's sort of seemingly done a 180 and now sort of ignoring her. And yeah, some of the musical chairs is a bit odd. Uh, Kai and Olivia, um, not quite sure what's going on there. Kai is just absolutely boring me to tears. Um, okay, good to speak, mate. Well, Chris, can't disagree with any of that. <laughs> I think he's bang <laughs> on there. But I believe in the style of Columbo, I believe there's just one more thing, isn't there? And, it, and he, that's funny. It's like you've always read the email, and, and he then sent an email on the back of the uh, voicemail. So thank you, Ed. It says the kissing challenge. I think Tanya overreacted a bit, but Shaq blew it way out of proportion. If Tanya wants to go for it with ev- every kiss for a self-esteem boost of winning, then as Chris would say, fair fucks to her. The only time Shaq would have a case if, would be if she really went for it with another one or two she happened to fancy. But if she's consistent with everyone, that's fair game. What Tanyelle did with Ron was a bit more interesting by comparison, but the invisible hand of the producer getting Olivia to make a big deal of it was still a little too forced and over the top. Cheers, Ed. So thanks for that, Ed. I think he's right there, Dave. Yeah, I think we've seen it a lot this season, haven't we? That it just has that towy feel, has that set-up feel. And just some of the conversations are just so unnatural and set-up. So yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot more going on. It seems so. Uh, it's either that there's a lot more going on, or they're just not as good at making it seem like it's natural. You know, yeah. whether that's with the actual production, whether that's with the editing team, I, I'm not sure. But I think the worst one was when they the Will sat down with everyone and told him about. Uh, <sighs> Ellie's kiss. kiss with Tom. Oh. I mean, that was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, guys. You're not even trying. Because <laughs> <laughs> they literally it? sat down and then he said it almost straight away. It was like, well, can't you just say, you know, on the back end of a joke, you know, but that's a real nice ski mask. And then, you know, go into, oh, by the way, did you know, uh, don't tell anyone, yeah. but uh, Ellie and Tom kissed. So, yeah, I, I just thought it was... Uh, it, it, that was a nonsense, and yeah, Olivia. I, th- I think Olivia's definitely a producer's favourite, isn't she? She gets lots of screen time, and she gets lots of storylines, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm with you. Producer's I'm hands with- all over it. Yeah, like Ekin too, I think. Uh, so the next yeah. one, Dave's from Anna, and she's put what cliffhanger, and even worse cliffhanger that is not a cliffhanger. Can en- anyone honestly see anyone but Kai saved on this one? I don't think we'd notice much difference if any of them go anyway. I was really hoping Ron would be in the mix, but he's got off scot-free again. My favourite moment of the night was Kai posing in his selfie frame while he was waiting for Olivia. What a plank. 
if, <laughs> if Lana chooses Messi Ron, I want them dumped from the island. That would be such a poor decision to let him off with all the crap he's put her through. He's only grafting because he's got competition, and that's from Anna Day. So that was sent on Saturday after Friday's episode. So thanks, Anna. And I think she's pretty much what we'd said as well, Dave, on the money there. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, like I say, they just wasted a cliffhanger. It, there was no clip. There was no... Uh, it, it's not even that. It was like, you've got cliffhangers in the week where you know, oh, God, I've got to wait, you know, 23 hours until I find out what the resolution of it is. But this was a Friday night cliffhanger as well, you know, so you've got a, a missing day. You've got to wait Sunday night. So when those things have real impact, you're like, oh, God, I'm wishing my weekend away, you know. And you don't want to, but that's because you love what's kind of going on at that time. But, yeah, this one was complete non-event, was it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The next one's from Andy. But Chris and Dave, the main reason my wife and I subscribed to a VPN was to watch Love Island and stay current with your podcast. Otherwise, you'd be two weeks behind in the US. So, he spots Shaq. Even before the kissing game, Tanya has acted less committed to the relationship than Shaq. She's repeatedly said she's open to getting to know other people, but nobody has come in for her. Everybody thinks she's taken. Does she like Shaq? Yes. Does she love him? It's only been three weeks. She's playing the game, and it's easiest to say she loves him than explain how she really feels. I think Shaq is getting possessive because, well, the relationship isn't as strong as what he wants it to be. So he's trying to force it. That is leading to the red flag behavior that Dave noticed. The defensive lashing out, feeling disrespected, wanting to control her feelings, etc. He likes her more than she likes him. People think Shaq might wander in Castle more, but she's more likely to find another partner. At least that's what my radar is telling me. Andy in Seattle. So great email, Dave. Another one. Yeah, I think some great points in there. I do think... Shaq is maybe a little bit more intense over the relationship. And, you know, we heard uh, last week, you know, people do have those love feelings very early sometimes. Um, maybe uh, Shaq is feeling that. I know there's some people who think, well, this is all a game. They're just, you know, trying to couple up early, stick it through to the final. Um, let's see. I, I wouldn't be that surprised. If Tanya had a little bit of attention in Casa Amora, maybe wandered a bit. I, I do think that is possible. Mm, I think he could be right. Uh, next one's from Anto, our friends who emailed him before. This is, Hi, guys. Hope you're both well. This is my first email of the series because I've just felt this series so far has been underwhelming and subpar. The pod is pretty much the way I'm keeping up to date with the show. I feel I don't really like anyone except Shaq and, well, that's just because they are sort of the only boys pre-casing Jordan, acting like normal guys, except for when Shaq went into full control mode. Oh, I know it's a bit late to say, but I think one of the real reasons he was upset with Tanya about kissing the challenge was because he was thinking about how it looks on TV to people back home. Now, that's an interesting take, Dave. Um, mm. Mm. That, that, <laughs> sorry, I was just, mm. I just, I don't, I just, I've just, I've not read it properly, so I'm just reading it out loud. <laughs> what Yoda. do you think? What do you think, Dave? <laughs> Well, to be fair, Anto, I'm not sure we like it either, but (laughs) (laughs) no, we do love talking about it, don't we? But, you know, again, it's just that perfect blend of love-hate. Yeah, it is, to be fair. And then carried on with, can we just bring on Casa Amor? Because I truly feel like that's when the real show starts. We could see everyone taking someone back except for Shaq and Tanya. 
The recoupling went pretty much how I expected with the girls' picks until Lana decided to drop a to drop a pick up four like it was a game of Uno. I thought there was three things in life that were a certain death taxes and Lana was going back to the wrong, but this has actually got me spun. I wonder if that little talk with Tom sealed it for her. It'll be interesting to see how Ron reacts to this because I think his ego is going to be massively bruised Bruce, because all he's been doing for the past three episodes is saying how he will win her back and she will pick him. As always, keep up the great work, Anto. So great email, Dave. Yeah, no, no, that's fantastic. And yeah. one more, one more, yep, yep. <laughs> one more for one more. <laughs> this one's from our great friend Denise as well. She put Ron and Lana snooze saga. Happy winter, Love Island. Not going to lie, this winter series doesn't grip me like the summer Love Island, but it'll keep me through the cold weather. This Ron Lana storyline feels contrived as the producers are meddling. They clearly are the star-crossed islanders with each recoupling that we seem them not get together. They will or they won't their couple become a couple will reach a peak crescendo as viewers breathe a sigh of relief when they finally couple up. I think that's probably right. And that makes them stronger contenders for the final. I know we expect Tanya and Shaq, Will and Jess to reach the final, but I feel one of those pairs will crumble under the pressure of Casa Ramor. Hmm. Bye for now from Denise in New York, Dave. So thank you, Denise. Very good. Very good. Gosh, great in it when we get all the different opinions and everything. And uh, yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, can't really disagree that it's uh, <laughs> it's not really grabbing people. I don't think uh, this winter Love Island, but I, again, I'm still hopeful. But you know, even though I said it right at the start of the episode, it was only when you said, "Oh, we're 21 episodes in now," and I'm like. Have we just broken ourselves with Love Island? You know, because when you when you put it up against maths, you know, we've had like five episodes of that, and it's a complete car crash already. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking great. Every episode hits it out of the park, whereas this seems more of a slow burn. Like, you know, we're waiting for these things to happen, but it's not really kicked off yet. No, it hasn't. And I'm with you, Dave. And you'll be happy to know, Dave, by the end of this week, we'll be halfway through this Love Island. Fuck a doodle, Dave. Sorry. Fucking halfway yet. 50 episodes or whatever it is. Nonsense. Fuck oh, me. Oh, my God. Right. So, Dave, sorry about that, my friend. Big thank you to everyone. Great emails. Great voicemail from Ed. Thank you for that, mate. Uh, Please, if you want to drop us an email, get onto anchor.fm app. That's where we host our podcast. Obviously, it's all across iTunes, Google, everything. But there is actually a voicemail function on there if you want to drop us a voicemail instead of sending in an email. But if you do want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast, please get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. As Dave said yesterday, we are over 450 people now. So we are slowly but surely heading towards 500. So let's try and get it to 500, please, guys. Uh, we do appreciate everything that goes on on that page. Thank you so much, Charlene, for moderating it for myself and Dave. Um, and also, if you do want to support us a bit more, patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast. So today's roll call of honor is Kent, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Tracy, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, and Emma. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. And that list is growing by the day. So we really, really appreciate everyone. No, it's just fantastic. And like you say, hitting that milestone, 450, absolutely brilliant. And hopefully before the end of the season starts, uh, we'll have hit 500. So that would be fantastic. So, Chris, 
I don't know. I, I, I'm convinced when I get to the end of these episodes that nothing really happened. And then we still talk about it for a while. <laughs> it's always great to have a good laugh. Uh, and don't forget your, your John Virgo impressions for next time, though. So um, when Lana fucking takes back Ron, because we all yeah. know it's coming. We know yeah. Casey will be dumped at some point, and then she's going to end up back with Ron. So that, that's the producer play, I think. So thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to everyone for supporting us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. <laughs>